Just because we're socially distancing this holiday season doesn't mean the insects are. Give the gift of bug bite relief with Bite Away, the FDA-cleared, chemical-free, sustainable treatment for those pesky insect bites and stings you can't stop itching. This little device heats up and relieves the itchiness and swelling from insect bites and stings with just one application. Get 20% off in December. Visit TakeTheBiteAway.com and enter code GIFT20 at checkout. That's GIFT20 at TakeTheBiteAway.com. The Believers Walking in Righteousness with Brother James Ware is now on the air. His goal is to awaken you from the error of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or have a need for prayer requests, please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast. We will be sure to provide his website along with his mailing address. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, James Ware. So please don't let the time you so be wasted on things that you later regret, wishing you never had. Once you realize it wasn't worth it, your destiny is too important to give up for anything. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing. I ask you to bless us, Lord, that we may go forth, that I may go forth and speak only that which you would have me to say. And I ask you to anoint the ears of those that are listening, that they are here, not with the natural ear only, but the spiritual ear, that they'll be able to hear what thus says the Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. Bless that one that is not converted today that I may say something that may cause them to consider repentance of their sins. And, Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. We thank the Lord for those of you, amen, that have been waiting patiently, and those of you that are uh, looking forward to hearing from and seeing, and those of you, Amen. That's listening for the first time. I had a very interesting day today that changed my uh, message. Amen. That uh, so good to see those of you that I hadn't seen tune in and can't hardly see all the names. But I thank God for you that's uh, on Facebook with us. Amen. Listening to the radio broadcast. Amen. I want to say that we thank God for praying that Mr. Casey and his family, the Huey family, be blessed. Amen. Had his home going of his mother on this past week. And I understand how it is when you lose someone very close to you. Amen. And that that's the first person you know usually. 
and uh, you know that person longer than anybody. Amen. We thank God for the people that I met today. Now, I, I had to go in to the medical doctor for a checkup on some of the condition that I once had, and they have to check you and see how you're doing. But anyway, I met this young lady named Felicia. Now, Felicia was, uh, we started, and I said, oh, my God, we got to go through all this and go through all that. And she said, yes, and then I had to get on the treadmill and, and do all this uh, and walk on the treadmills and let them check you out, even how your oxygen and all that. But she, in turn, she's a part of a mega church. And I didn't want to kick, uh, knock her mega church, so I asked her some, a couple of questions. But she was so excited about what this church had did, she made me not even want to go into the thing. She said, before this particular church, and I'm not calling the name, and uh, she said, before this church was, I was going to uh, the clubs on a Saturday night and going to church on Sunday morning. She said, but this church causes me to look at my Bible, to study my Bible, to accept the teaching, and all. And then I left from her talking to a, a brother, Brother Thomas. He, in turn, said uh, vice versa. He says, well, uh, in the mega churches, you are nothing but a number, and he, there is no way that you can, that person can pastor you without knowing uh, who you are or whatever. And he had altogether a different uh, technique. But I asked him a question, and I asked her a question, and I listened to that answer. And I'm going to ask you, uh, believers and saints and so-called Christians and this, where in the, how is it that we are in the, in the body of Christ, we say that God called us, God chose us, God called us out to be different. And how is it that we are worst off in the folks that's in the world? Somehow, some way, we done made the church building be uh, the Lord. Unaware of, remember in the book of Exodus when the children of Israel uh, went out and uh, after they went forth and they realized that Moses was gone on to, to the mountain and hadn't given, hadn't came back, what they decided to do is to do what? Build them a God that they can see. What you mean? Build a God that we can see, and because of the fact that a lot of us are still doing the same thing, we're building a God that we can see. Now, you say, wait a minute, Brother Webb, what you mean by that? See, most of us, as uh, she was saying, that since she... Uh, went to this particular church. Now she don't uh, party no more like she used to do on a Friday, uh, Saturday night and go to the church on Sunday morning. She have a different relationship. She reads, uh, uh, study her word, and she grab hope to what the word said. 
On the other hand, this brother, uh, the brother that I ate lunch with, he was saying, well, no, we supposed to have pastor. Now, both of them, uh, I can say I'm seeing a positive, and I'm not condemning neither one of them. I'm not doing that, and I'm not scrawling the fence. But what I've saw and what I heard that we have begun to make another God, and that's why we are not uh, going forth and doing as the Scripture says. We are not being the peoples. We are not loving one another. We are not going forth and showing a different in our lifestyle in the world. It, 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 it's the, the music that we listen to. It's people's ungodly playing the music, and we are praising God with the music. The people that we uh, listen to, the sermons, are living ungodly, and we are listening to that. But we don't have a Bible relationship. And that's what it's all about, having a Bible relationship, abiding in the truth, abiding in the word that God have, uh, the Lord have told you. You know, in the book of, uh, uh, wait a minute, in the book of Matthew, uh, no, John, that's what I want. I want to go in John. John, the ninth chapter, and uh, around the thirty. First verse, and some of you may be familiar with this, but I want to read it. It says, now, uh, it reads, John the ninth chapter, 31st verse. Now we know that God, uh, we know that God hears not sinners. But if any man, now let me straighten that part out, uh, a sinner, we all were sinner, and God heard our prayer when it come to uh, when we crying out before God. So it ain't about uh, somebody saying, well, God heard me and I was a sinner. Yes, God hears everything. But you realize these was people's making an, a statement about God, how we do today. We make a statement about God. Half of the time, we don't even know what we're talking about. And that's why people get off target because of the fact that we are taking our opinion as my brother was saying, he said, this is how I uh, see it, and, and this is how I feel. And then I said, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's don't go how we feel, how we see it. Let's go with the word of God. And times like this, we need to abide in the word of God. We need to abide there simply because of the fact that so many peoples so many peoples have so many different denominations and different ideals about God. And you have that just like Brother Ware have his. Okay, it don't make me right because I believe one thing and you believe another. But what makes it right is how we interpret the word of God, not with just one scripture, but line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. So these people was making a statement, and I'm coming to where I'm trying to get to. They was making a statement, well, we know sinner. God don't hear sinner. Wait a minute. If God didn't hear sinner, when you was a sinner and asked God to save you, that means God never heard you. Uh, when you was doing what you was doing and God preserved you for such a time, is this in order for you to hear 
the gospel being preached to you and the gospel opening up your understanding, guess what? That's when God began to hear. And the only thing, basically, what somebody should have told him at that time, wait a minute, God is not obligated to answer that person because they are acting and they are abiding in sin. The Bible says your sin separates you from God. But yes, God does hear sinners. So uh, that statement not, you see, well, say, well, by the way, you saying the Bible wrong. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying the statement that was made was not accurate because you didn't know what they were saying. And you have to read above it and beneath it to see what they were saying. Because I can give you other scripture where David uh, repented in the 51st Division of Psalm and then Jeremiah and Ezekiel and uh, 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 Isaiah, that God heard them when they repented, when they turned about faith. Now, what God, what he did is, as he said in the book of Psalms, your sin has separated me with God. So, but anyway, my point is this. Uh, I was reading, it says, but if, uh, if any man be a worshiper, other words, if you supposedly have a relationship, that's what they was trying to say, those peoples at that time, uh, uh, Sadducees, uh, and then it goes on to say, if any man be a worshiper and doeth his will, him he hear. Since the world began, was it not heard that one opened uh, the eyes of one that was born blind? Now they got a problem. Now why they got a problem? Because now they're seeing something for the first time in their life. And somebody is recognizing uh, Jesus as uh, a true prophet, a man of God, or whatever you want to call him. Now they know he's just not a anybody. See, here's the problem. We tried to make ourselves be somebody and still are allowing Christ to be somebody in our life or to let the spirit of God that abided in us be somebody. When the spirit of God abides in me and I abide in it, then I'm not going to exalt myself, though I'm going to exalt the word of God. I think it's sad, as I was telling the brother, uh, Brother Thomas, uh, uh, at the dinner table today, I said, Bruh, how is it that we say we obey in God? And I, I, I had a little bitty pocket knife I pull out, and I say, this is the problem. We don't learn how to use the word of God rightly, in order for us to say that we're doing what God's will is. So it, it, we go up and down. We get disappointed and we get excited. One minute and the next minute we disappointed. And the next minute we said people don't want to hear the truth because we got the truth that God got. Everybody believe that they got the truth, folks. Very few people that you'll run into and say, oh, I know we in falsehood. Well, I already know that. I know we in falsehood, but I'm, I'm there. No, no, no. They all say we got the truth. They all say we are abiding in the truth. They all say that I'm obeying God to the best of my ability. So them and me too, we all say that. 
But the evidence is the fruit of the Spirit, believers. The fruit of the Spirit is manifested in your life. How is it that we don't love one another, but yet we say we're following Christ? And uh, at this particular funeral, uh, uh, home going that I went to, the, uh, one of the guys, I think one of the sons, uh, Minister Casey's brother, I believe he stood up and said about the family, we need to love one another. And he misquoted, but I know what he was saying. He was saying, how can we say we love God who we never seen and hated our brothers and sisters who we see every day? Now, he was trying to deal with it on the natural, but I'm dealing with it on the spiritual. How is it that God gives Brother Ware something to do and Brother Ware is condemning this or condemning the other person? You say, but wait a minute, Brother Ware, I heard you. I have heard you because I've been listening to you and I've been following you and you're saying the commandments, if you ain't obeying the commandments, then you are not obeying God. Yes, and I'm still saying it. Here's what I'm saying on that. The commandments is the rules and regulation to keep you from going on the gate on salvation. Same thing, same thing. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not compromising on that. I, be, I believe that from the sincere, I can go from every book of the New Testament I can give you a scripture from the New Testament to prove that the commandments is yet true. But now for me, for how you are buying in it, how you're doing it, that's between you and God. I must just tell you, as the basketball court have, uh, uh, as I told you on last week, have free throws when you hit the man, uh, foul, what we call foul the man, you get an uncontested shot at the free throw line because you broke, you fouled the man. Football have the same thing. They have rules and regulations intact for that person that foul that do the, uh, against the rules and the regulations. On your job, it tells you that you have to come in a certain time, that you have to report at a particular time and you have to do a particular job. That's the rules and regulation of that particular job. I'm sorry. That's the way I'm seeing it. That's where I'm standing on it, and that's where I'm teaching. It's the same identical thing when it comes to God. When one gets saved, I believe, I believe in and have knowledge. Or I don't went through, like I said, all the books in the New Testament and bag me up. Uh, besides one, I take that back. You can't uh, uh, in the Book of Jude. Uh, when I read that in Jude, ain't but one chapter. When I read that, I couldn't find it there. But everywhere else, I found it, okay? So, and, and I'm able to teach from that that that's the rules and the regulations. No, ma'am, I ain't never told nobody that the commandments save you. Never. But I will say that if you disobey the commandments openly, you are in sin. And the Bible declares, according to 1 John, that he that committed sin is of the devil. And therefore, you cannot receive the reward of eternal life if you are outright rebuking the very uh, guideline that God has given us. So except you abide in the word of God, you cannot be saved. 
it's it's what God has set up. Now, where, where I was, uh, and I'm, I'm coming back because I'm trying to get to a point, okay, and then they say, now we know that God here, not the sinner. And then since from the beginning of the world, they begin to analyze this thing. Wait a minute, we ain't seen this happen since the, in the world that it been made. Guess what? Folks, they were shocked to see the things that God was doing. Some of you, God done worked the work in your life. Ask me. Uh, you have testimonies, amen, that nobody else can experience. No, I, I, I can experience. I, I, if, if we talk about something on the natural, I gave out a gas, didn't have no gas, going to get the can and walk, but my, my, one of my daughters prayed, say, well, Daddy, why don't you pray? And, and uh, God will give us some gas. She believed in God. I said, well, I tell you what, you pray. Now, I was being sarcastic because I didn't have the faith to believe God could put gas in a can that was empty in the trunk that nobody else filled it up. In the process, she bowed her head to pray. So I saw God work the miracle on her behalf to keep her in faith. When she prayed, I went back there. I said, okay, you done prayed now, so let me go and get the can then. And just to, and I fixed it up like a parent would do. I say, you know, just in case the gas is not there, maybe God got another way that he's going to bless us. In actuality, I was trying to fix it up for God, like God need us to fix it up. And that's what we're doing now as sinners. A lot of time we fix things up. Uh, I shouldn't say sinners, as religious people, as folks that say you save and you are led of the Spirit of God. You fix things up, but you have to let, the Bible say, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Other words, ain't no use in you fixing it up. Prove it with the Word of God. Stand on the Word of God. As you begin to stand on the Word of God, then the Word of God uh, will begin to manifest. So I goes after I fix it up, like we do, uh, I goes back in the trunk, open the trunk, and get the gas can out, and wow, I'm saying somebody don't put water in the gas can. And I looked, got ready to pour it out, and it was full of gas. Now, I was amazed. I'm going to be honest. Yet, I was the believer. Yet, I was supposed to have been the leader. Yet, I was supposed to have been teaching. But all of a sudden, this thing done changed even my faith, even my situation, what I was believing that, hold up, you teaching it to your child, you telling them to have faith, you telling them to stand on the word of God, but you yourself weren't even standing on the word of God. And because I wasn't standing on the word of God, God manifested himself. So as he did, and not only in that area, but he did it in, in my body. I've seen uh, open heart, Surgery, two open heart surgery, but yet God brought me out. I saw God deal with cancer, and I saw God brought me out. So I had to abide in the ship. I have to abide in there when I want to jump overboard. Some of you today want to jump overboard. You want to jump overboard by getting other scriptures. You are no different from the children of Israel. The children of Israel got in. Listen now, listen to me. They got in the wilderness, and the first thing they hollered, 
When they got home, if there was no grave, you want to bring us out here, Moses, to starve us to death? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You've been in, 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 in uh, 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 bondage. You've been a slave all your life, and you didn't even know what true freedom was. And the first time you get free, you wind up complaining. You uh, Listen to me. Saints got more com, uh, uh, complaint than sinners. Oh, yeah, sinners does not have the complaint that saints do. And you know why? Because sinners just act on what they believe. But saints trying to control what they believe. They're trying to control this situation. They're trying to control that situation. They are not accepting that God have chose them. God have called them from a world of sin in order for they to be a light to the world that sinners will catch hope, catch faith, and see their life and come in. But we're so busy looking at this and that and trying to do this and do that, we forgetting about what God is doing. That's why I'm saying, except you abide in the word, believers, you got to abide in the word. Too many people are saying they abide in the word, but they go and get one little scripture here, get one little scripture there, but then when you say something about the Ten Commandments, they'll say, but brother, that's the law. Wait a minute. That's the only thing in the entire Bible that God wrote with his own finger. Everything else was inspired by man. Now, if God said, I'm God and I change not, neither the son of man that I should repent. I'm not like man. He don't, he don't, he don't make a statement and can't back it up. He don't uh, change his mind. God doesn't now. God doesn't change the mind. You say, but God, it repented man that he made man. He said, I, it repented me. Well, guess what? Go back and see what the scripture, Jesus made man and their image. And Jesus created, because the Bible said in the St. John, the first chapter, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God, and not anything was made except it was made by God. So Jesus repented. It wasn't God. That's why the scripture don't contradict itself, folks. We want to do it. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and I'm going to get to my subject that I've been trying to get to. You need to abide in the word. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
We are back. Amen. We thank God. 4435586699. Question or comment? Amen. Uh 44355 uh 8699. Uh I do apologize. I I, I got a, a blank statement, a blank mind at that time. All right, but uh let me let, let me say this again. We want to thank God for what God is doing. Thank God for those of you that are tuning in. Thank God for how the Lord is working. And thanking God for uh, the supporters that God has put in my life to be a blessing to keep us on the air and to do other things. I, I ask you, if you would, visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. And we have sermons that you might have missed on the radio and we have other, other things, and even our books, amen, as uh, uh, Going Forward, Walking Backwards, and many other books uh, we have, and uh, other stuff that we are trying to do. I'm doing what I believe that God is leading me to do. I, I, I promise you that sometimes we can get in a rut. Uh, and, and I'm going to get back on, on this right quick, but... Uh, I need to say this. We get on a rut, and we say, well, you know, uh, uh, I'm obeying God. And you do be obeying God to your ability. But if you just back up, if you just set yourself, because it's about fruit, people. It's about the fruit that's being manifested. And and, and if you are manifesting fruit, like like I said, uh, the young lady, Felicia, uh, I could, man, I wanted to say something when she told me she went to uh, this particular mega church. But she said, I was going to the club on a Saturday night and on a Sunday morning. I went and I heard, I, I heard that and that stopped me from doing that because I wanted to know what God's will for my life. And she began to talk about that. And some of you are in the same position. Oh, I might not agree with what you're doing. No, ma'am. No, sir. May not agree, but it ain't for me. As long as you know you're abiding in the word of God and observing the commandments of God. Because to me, uh-uh, no, ma'am. I, I ain't say you had to uh, go to church on no Saturday. I ain't say because I, 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 I'm a living witness. I was affiliated with the church on the Sabbath, and the people was didn't have love and compassion as they should have had according to the scripture. That's not what I'm saying. But yes, I believe you should honor the commandments. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I will never come off of that except God erased my mind in some way, but I believe that. And because God wrote that with his own finger, believers, and it's other things that we should abide by. We should abide just like, uh, 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 well, anyway, you have to abide by the word of God, okay? If you can't back up what you're doing in scripture, how about evaluate it? If you can't back up that you're producing fruit, you need to evaluate it. I had to evaluate myself. I had to look at, am I producing fruit? Or am I going in a circle or just doing something? Am I abiding in the word? 
Or am I just telling people about the word? See, you can uh, uh, abide in the uh, I'm sorry, you can tell people about the word, but you yourself is not abiding in the word. Because, see, we can all go to the books of the Bible, but do we know the books of the Bible? Do we know what the books of the Bible represent? Do we know how the Bible have uh, chose us to, and, and called us out to be? You didn't do the choosing. God did the choosing. You didn't do the, uh, the, uh, the mindset to want to live holy. It was God that did it. But yet, we want to be boastful, and, and, and we want to say we did this and we did that, but it don't necessarily mean that God did it for you to be boastful about. He did it so you can be an example to those that are walking contrary to the will. You've got to abide in the word of God. I, I, I promise you, I, I, me and uh, Jasmine was talking this evening. Jasmine's a young lady. Uh, station manager here and uh, uh, she was helping me to close out this book the book that I wrote what grade are you in spiritual okay in the, in the, in the midst of that we was abiding and we were saying we was abiding in the scripture it is very very important believers for you to just walk in what you know that's the problem we know things, we are aware of it, but we are not walking in what we know. Look at what you know. How many times have you said, Lord, help me to be the believer, to be that example that people succeed, not you saying something, but that God is opening up the door for you to be that, that light to those that's in darkness. Yes, brother, we well, believe in the commandments. And guess what? You know what I make it a point? I make it a point to be aware of it. You say, but he's summed up in two, brother, where, and that's loving God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and loving thy neighbor as thyself. These two hang over all the law. You're 100% right. But tell me, how can you break one of the first four commandments and do it constantly and not even have conviction to say that you love in God with all your heart, soul, body, and mind. And how in the world can you break the last six and think nothing about it and say you are abiding in the word of God? Not so. Not so. Not so. I'm telling you, this is not for us to try to weasel out, to try to make it look good, to try to prove something to somebody or who you know, it's for you to be. We're living in the last of the last days, believers. And I'm telling you, people are falling away. They are falling away why they got the Bible, why they quoting scriptures, why they attending church. They are falling away simply because of the fact that they do not accept the word of God for what the word of God is saying. They are doing these things and proclaiming to really love the Lord. In the midst of really loving the Lord, they are not. They are not abiding in the word. They are more, uh, more caught up on being pastors, more caught up on being apostles, more caught up on being evangelists, more caught up on having a, uh, having a church membership. And because uh, a church, uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, Yeah, uh, not just membership, but a position in a building. 
And because of that, so many people is losing out on God. I'm serious. You are losing out when you got the Bible, when you are not abiding in the word of God. No, ma'am, it ain't for me to judge whether you is, whether you ain't. But you set your heart. You stretch it out and say, God, am I abiding in your word? Do I study your Bible? Do I seek out the word of God to put the word of God in my heart that I may go forth and I may not just learn it so I can quote a scripture to keep somebody away from me? You know, we, 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 we learn words that we want just no different than any other religion. They learn certain little scripture. They they they. they that's their little pet scripture, and, and, and they are just, uh-oh, Lord, how much, just like the Jesus only. They'll learn all the scriptures in the Bible to prove that Jesus only. And they'll take all the other scriptures out of context because they want to prove to you that they really are not, uh, uh, that you ain't uh, abiding in Jesus, that Jesus is Jesus only. And it's same way about the, the Trinitarian, the people that believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. You never read it like that, but they will put it and they will come up with a word, a Trinitarian, and they'll find scripture to prove their point. Where, and, and where he says in 1 John, the word about and on and on. Uh, listen, folks, it's time out for that. It's time to understand that you are chosen for such a time as this, when the midst of all this turmoil is going on, in the midst of all these folks going to church and the church having to lock the door, having to have security guard because they're worrying about somebody going to steal the money. Can you imagine that they are saying that we are an anointed house of God, but we got to have somebody there with a gun, a pistol, so we can stop them from stealing money? Uh, we can have, we got the lock to do, do this and do it. You got a whole thousand of church. Uh, let's, go, let's don't even go that far. You got a hundred uh, uh, peoples in your church, and you came and get a 24 visual prayer service that somebody at any time can come in and have prayer and get delivered that want to be delivered. But brother, where? You don't understand that you can't do that nowadays. If you do that nowadays, people will do this and do that. Yeah, that's what you say. But if you are doing it in the Lord, you mean to tell me God can't protect you? Uh, but God give us, he, he give us knowledge, brother, where? But God give us a, a, a brain, and he give us sense to go by. And I ain't going to do this because you got folks running out there with crack cocaine and, and they hooked on drugs and they'll do anything to, to steal from the church to do this and to do that. You are right. You are 100% right. You know why? Because it's not under the cover of God. Listen to me. Listen to me. Go back and read the book of Exodus when the children of Israel left out of uh, 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 bondage when they was in slavery, and they ain't know nothing about fighting no ballot. Don't tell me about fighting no ballot, and they won every ballot that, besides AI. They won every ballot they went up with and had no experience. No, ma'am, no, sir. They didn't have no experience. You couldn't learn how to fight if you've been in slavery for 400 years. But God, mercy, God stepped in in the midst because they allowed... 
at times, but they kept drifting back. And that's what some of you are doing. You, you let God be God certain times, and then you drift back, and then you want to take hope. You let God be God again, and then you want to drift back, and you want to take a hold. And because of you doing this, because this is abiding in your life, you are finding yourself never accomplishing the very thing that God has called you to do. Because of the fact, listen to me, folks, listen. I don't have a whole big staff of people, and, and this person uh, getting this money and doing this only have a cup in the single digits of supporter. But you know what? God put on their mind to say, Brother Ware is obeying me. And since he's obeying me, he need to have this so he would be rep, he would be rep, uh, what's the word I'm trying? He would be taken care of. In other words, I don't want him to be an open shame. I want him to pay the bills. Amen. And it's just a few, folks, just a few that God says, I got you. I drive from South Carolina to Atlanta just to come on the air. Oh, I could do it. I got a computer at home just like most of you. I could do it that way, but I'm being obedient, sacrificing believers, something we need to sacrifice for, and we don't want to do it. And you know why we don't want to do it? Because of the fact it's taking us out of our convenient, out of our convenient zone. Don't make me convenient, inconvenient. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't make me inconvenient. And I still ain't got to the scripture I was trying to get to. I'm coming. But listen to me. Listen to me. When you say that you love God, are you really willing to give yourself for God? Or are you really willing to give yourself for people to pat you on the back, to say this and to say that? Man, sometimes it'll get a lonely life. It'll get lonesome when you obey God. Because of the fact that when you look at that, hold up, hold up, just don't take my word. I know that we're not living in that day. I know that the popularity say different. But look at Jeremiah. When we often talk about Elijah, how long, how ye between two opinions, if God be God, then serve him as Baal be Baal, serve him. And that become a good la-di-da message. But guess what? Before Elijah began to make that statement. He spent three years, two plus years, two and a half plus years away from everybody, getting fed by the raven, by what we call today as old crows, and then in the, in the uh, unclean bird, bringing him food, and then on the top of that, he drinking water from the brooks until the brook ran dry. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. If he was willing to do this because he was sold out to God. Don't take my word for it. Look at the situation. Look at what Joseph went through. Look at what Ruth went through. Look at what uh, 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 all the brotherings and sisters of the Bible. They was willing to go through. But now everything got to come on the civil power. If it don't come that way, we don't want to be a part of it. We don't think God ain't doing that. How in the world you know what God doing? What gave you? Only thing we can go by is the book. We got the Bible. We can abide by the Bible. And so many people that I've seen, they so uh, back and forth with that. They won't stand on the word of God. I'm standing on, yes, you, God saves you. But when God saves you, you got a mind 
to abide in the scripture. You got a mind to what, and listen to me, listen to me. You ain't going to do what Brother Ware do. I understand that because I'm playing a different position than what you playing. You playing a different position than what somebody else playing. All this will come together when we realize that God done called us out. We didn't do the choosing. We make it look like, and I know, I'm, I might have to come back out because I had some scriptures I just pulled up, just pulled up right before I went on the air that I wanted to give, and I wanted to go from uh, the book of Exodus and the book of Genesis and, and uh, John and so on and so on, and my time ain't going to allow me. But that's okay. I'm getting what God have put in my life to give to you. I'm sorry that so many of you believing that uh, we don't have to do that, we don't have to do this because you've been hoodwinked by preachers. I will read that scripture, how they, they have told you different things in the book of Galatians, okay? In the book of Galatians, second chapter, it beware lest any man spoil you. Yes, they can spoil you. They give you what you think you need. Oh, we got a good revelation. Oh, we got this. Oh, we got that. Beware, at least any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, not after and after the tradition of men, after the remnant of the ruminant of the world, and not after Christ. Guess what? They, that's what they're doing. They're making you be what they want you to be. They are not wanting you to be what God wants you to be. They'll put the name of God in it, but God ain't getting the glory. God ain't getting the glory. It's got to be holiness or not. It ain't no halfway point. And you say, well, brother, where? Well, you done did something wrong. We all have. The Bible said that we all have sinned and came short of the glory of God. But it come a point that when you receive the word of God, you need to abide in the word. Forget about what somebody else have said, what somebody else has did, and how that you're calling on this and doing that. That's just garbage, folks. That's something to, to, to give you. It's just like uh, the, the Word of Faith movement. The Word of Faith movement, what it's doing is telling you to believe God. You plant a seed. You give money, and, and that money going to come back, and you're going to be blessed. Wait a minute. Let me ask you something. What about the person that you know that's ungodly? Aren't they being blessed? Aren't they getting uh, what you call money? What about the people that you see is uh, never been sick a day in their life? You, you, you see what I'm saying, how the enemy can get us sidetracked, and we forget about the direction that God is trying to carry you. If you just abide, Quit trying to figure God out. We can't do it, believers. We can't figure his ways out just like you can't figure out how come God chose you in your family and then chose the rest of them. How come God called you and then called the rest of them? How come God made you different than us? You can't figure it out. You came from the same mama, the same daddy, but you got different opinion on the, on the will and the plan of God. That's why he do it. That's why some of you is in one area and somebody else in another area. It's not because of the fact that you so good and you so this, you so that. 
No, ma'am. It's because you was chosen by God. Well, I act upon my chosen brother. Well, that's why I'm like I am. I act no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir. You did. God saw fit. He saw your heart because God know your heart. You say, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Why? Because the heart of Jacob. Jacob's uh, uh, name meant trickster. Uh, that he was a deceiver. That's why his name got changed to Israel. When he supposedly wrestled with the angel of the Lord or the Lord, that's for you to debate because the scriptures say both ways. Okay, here's my point. My point is you got to understand God called you for a purpose. You're only here for a short while. You're only here to transform somebody else. It's a chain reaction thing. I'm here. The only reason I'm not dead at this moment, I might leave here and might not even make it back home. But I knew that I was here for such a time as this to tell you that you cannot keep coming up with excuses not to be obedient and not to observe the commandments of God. What you mean, Brother Well, The commandments of God is your rules and regulation. Christ plus nothing saves you. Christ plus nothing, not Christ plus baptism, not Christ plus uh, 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 the feast days, not Christ plus this, not Christ plus the command. No, no, no. It's Christ plus nothing. But when an individual get the anointing of God in your life, you want to transform your life. You want to do the thing that pleases God. Hi in the world, brotherings. I'm going to start with you. Those of you that ever been married or married, when you saw this woman, when you laid eyes on the woman that God gave you, she, out of all the thousands of women that you laid your eyes on, to you she was unique, she was different, she was everything that you could imagine. Okay? You made her your wife. Guess what? You did what it took to win her over even though she probably saw the same thing in you but didn't want you to know. Vice versa. Sister, when you seen the man, so many other men might have looked at this way and did that and all this, but when you met your husband, and I'm talking to those of you that are married now, you saw that person different from any other man. Yes, you saw that that person, this person can promise, that person can promise, but guess what? You really saw him different. And you know why? Because you began to say, this is my husband. Let me tell you something, folks. The same way on the natural, the same way we got to look at this thing spiritual. I'm sorry. This is where we're missing it. We thinking going to church, uh, being a member, being this, being a prophetess, being a prophet, being a, 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 a pastor, being an apostle, being this and being that, give you some brownie points. No, ma'am. No, sir. You don't need, you don't get no brownie points by being nothing but a servant of the most high, that you surrendering your life to be the thing that God have called and chose you to be. And therein lies the problem. We don't want to surrender ourselves. We don't want to die to self. See, when you die to self, it ain't about who I am. It's about who God is. And accept that I recognize that God is all in all, that God is the one that chose me, that God is the one that called me, and that God have a work for me to do. Everything is in vain.
And I've been there. I've done that. I did things according to the flesh to please the flesh. And in the midst of pleasing the flesh, I realized it was a waste of time. But God loved me so much. He says, I'll give you another chance. I'll give you a chance to cry out to the peoples and let them know that I love them as well. That I love them so much, I only want them to follow my commandment. The only thing that I wrote with my finger, everything else was God-inspired, folks. Everything in the Bible was God-inspired, man too, right? But when you get to the commandments, God himself wrote that. He doesn't have an eraser. He could erase it because he's God. But because he wrote it with the finger of God, it is not to be erased. And therefore, if you're going to be holy, you got to abide in the word. If you don't abide in the word, believers, then you are really going in a church uh, form. And that's why the Bible say, in that day, many will say, Lord, Lord, have we not cast out devils? Uh, Matthew 7, 21. Have we not cast out devils? Have we not uh, uh, did uh, many wonderful works? And he says, depart from me. I know I misquoted a little bit, and that's because I'm rushing my time about to go. But guess what? You read it, Matthew 7, 21. And you know why he said that? Because you can do all this stuff, and your heart is not right, and your heart is not on showing love to the sinner man and showing love to God and uh, uh, people. Amen. And being that light, it doesn't matter. So many believers are doing things just to get self-glorification. Move self out of the way. Quit looking at what you can do and look at what God want to do through you. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. And all that I'm, you have chose me to do. God, I spoke that which you have put in my heart to say, even as you ministered to me. Now, I ask you to bless those that heard it. God, that they might catch hope and be the peoples of God that you would have them to be and seek out your will, your way in their, in their life. God, that they will have a mindset to follow those things which you have commissioned them to do. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen. Listen, folks, I'm telling you, now is the accepting time. Come on and get on board to obey God, to learn your scriptures, to seek out your word. You know, even half of the people say they love God, won't even study and know the books of the Bible. They cannot quote hard scriptures, as I call it. They can't do it. And you know why they can't do it? Because they don't feel it's necessary. But when they do anything else, that they're working on the job, they want to find all about it. I want to hear from some of you. You can call me at 404 293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. If you want to hear some of the other messages and see our website, please go on to brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. We pray this message that you just heard was a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message again, or if you have a special prayer request, please feel free to write Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. That's Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. You can also learn more about the ministry of Believers Walking in Righteousness or Brother James Ware by logging onto his website, brotherjamesware.org. That's www.brotherjamesware.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you really soon. We truly pray that this broadcast has lifted your spirit and awakened you. As 2 Timothy 2.15 states, to study to show yourself approved unto God. Until the next time, be blessed. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 